The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. As Jesus continued his journey to Jerusalem, he traveled through Samaria and Galilee. As he was entering a village, ten lepers met him. They stood at a distance from him and raised their voice, saying, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. And when he saw them, he said, Go show yourselves to the priests. As they were going, they were cleansed. And one of them, realizing he had been healed, returned, glorifying God in a loud voice. And he fell at the feet of Jesus and thanked him. He was a Samaritan. Jesus said in reply, Ten were cleansed, were they not? Where are the other nine? Has none but this foreigner returned to give thanks to God? Then he said to him, Stand up and go. Your faith has saved you. The Gospel of the Lord. I think I've mentioned before um, a little bit of the ministry of uh, a priest named Father John Ricardo. He's written a couple of books, but one of the books that he wrote is called Rescued. One of the things that he mentions in that book that's a really, one of these simple but very profound thoughts is that um, hurt people hurt people, and rescued people rescue people. And it's an amazing, it's an amazing realization because what we see in the gospel today is a situation where people needed to be rescued. They needed to be free from something in their life that was, was completely altering their life, you know, for the worse, you know, kind of destroying their day-to-day life. And Jesus comes on the scene, and he rescues somebody. But not everybody has the same gratitude. Not everybody's response is one of gratitude. For those who've been following the, uh, the Chosen series or have seen it before, there's a pro- profound moment in the conversion of St. Peter where you know, he falls on his knees at the feet of Jesus, and that's when, after the big catch of fish, right? Depart from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. You know, he realizes that he's been sort of rescued in that moment, that something is absolutely miraculous has happened, just like in this moment of, in, the, in the healing of the leper. Um, I can remember, there's a couple, <laughs> I'll try to be as brief as I can about this, but there was one particular time I was, I was climbing Mount Hood with a bunch of uh, my seminarian brothers while I was at Mount Angel. One of them was Father Brent. And I was supposed to be the, the leader of the group, right? You know, I was the one who had the experience and everything like that. And yet, when we got high up on the mountain, I don't know what happened. I just was completely stricken. I got really sick fairly, fairly suddenly. And that had never really happened to me before in that way. And so there I am, the leader of the group, and I'm like barely able to function. I just remember it was the weirdest, you know, brain fog kind of situation where um, everybody was like, oh gosh, like, are we going to have to really intervene here for Peter to get him off of this mountain? And I remember at one point, I finally, like one one of my friends who's now a priest, he took my backpack and then everybody like unloaded, unburdened me as much as possible. And I was able to sort of get myself up and then start sort of walking down besides them. And, um, but, it, but if it wasn't for them being able to take the load off of me, I, I don't really know if I could have you know, got up under my own power. 
and as we got down the mountain, I started to feel um, better and better. And, and I remember just that feeling of being, of thinking of the alternative. If somebody had not been there to help me, like, well, what would the alternative have been? Probably not very good. And then uh, on another occasion, I was, I was climbing with a friend of mine in, um, in Italy, and um, he's from the UK, and so we were going, and we ran across somebody else who was in trouble. And we had the opportunity to help him in a kind of a similar way. We had to escort him on a, off a dangerous part of the mountain because he didn't have um, the right equipment. And I can remember, when we got off the most dangerous part of the mountain and we were with him, he was so thankful. <laughs> you know, I mean, he's hugging us and so joyful and everything like that. And for those of you who know who Bear Grylls is, he did like the man versus wild and all of that stuff. I remember after we helped him off the mountain, he said to me, he goes, you know what? You look just like Bear Grylls. And it was just the funniest moment that I had right there. But, but he had so much gratitude for that. But I certainly was in the position of knowing what it was like <laughs> to need to be rescued. And so when he needed help, it seemed like nothing mattered but, but, help, but helping him in that moment. But in this moment, we realize that not everybody has that gratitude for the Lord. I would like to think that the reason that, that many of you are here today is because you've had that sort of direct intervention with the Lord where you have felt rescued in your life. And then we come here to worship him in our gratitude for the way he's intervened in our life. And today, as we celebrate the saint, St. Leo the Great, St. Leo did that many times for his people in Rome. Um, he lived in very turbulent times that, that in some ways were, were not dissimilar to our own, but, but probably more violent times, though. This is, these are times where uh, Rome was being attacked, you know, sacked by people, the Huns. So everybody remembers the famous Attila the Hun. And one of my favorite stories of St. Leo the Great is this moment. Attila the Hun has already attacked Milan, Pavia, Aquila, and other places, and he's coming to attack Rome. And they see him coming with his warriors. And so Leo, rather than staying inside of the city, he goes out to meet Attila the Hun. So he goes all the way out to the outskirts of the city to face him. And he faces him, and Attila the Hun decides to turn around. And his men didn't understand why he acted so strangely that day. And then Attila the Hun told them that he said, there were two personages standing over the shoulders of St. Leo when he met them. You know, two, two, he said, two venerable personages that sort of just intimidated him in some sort of way, shape, or form. And tradition has always held that that was Saints Peter and Paul standing at the side of St. Leo. And so the scourge of that whole entire area decides to turn around. It sort of reminds me of that story that we know of St. Clair when she holds that monstrance above and the Saracens turn around and they, and they go away. It's kind of inexplicable, right? But not inexplicable for the one who rescues, not inexplicable for God who comes to our rescue. And so we're reminded today that, that as God has rescued us from our situation, that, that we're called to rescue as well. We're called to bring more people into his fold so that they can follow him and know what that feeling is like. And it's certainly not always easy, but it always starts with gratitude, with thanking God for, for coming to our aid. And so we're reminded of that today in the gospel by this one man, a, a foreigner, not even one of his own, is the one that expresses gratitude. 
So it doesn't matter where we came from or who we are, but, but it's the action of being thankful to the Lord that matters more than anything else about us. Where we're from, what our background is, any of those things are kind of cast aside when it comes to being a follower of Jesus. God bless you all.